This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Welcome to the Pickle Planet Podcast. I'm Jenna. And I'm Tosh. And here we are. This is, uh, as we're recording this, this is week two for those of us here in New Brunswick of our uh, new reality. Yeah, and I, I feel like you can tell from the sound of the way I introduced myself, and I'm Tosh. <laughs> How are you feeling about it all? Yes, I'm not surprised that that's the zone where most people are right now. You know, the first week of this, everyone kind of had that like, oh, this is crazy, but hey, it's kind of like vacation. We know how to do a couple snow days. We know how to do Christmas. We're going to have all this fun that we haven't had and do all these fun things with our family. And now this is week two and people are starting to realize there's some serious economic stuff on the line here. This is not something that's just going to end in two weeks. This is our reality for a little while yet. And I think that weight is just really, you know, even if people are dealing with it well, it's still heavy. It's still a lot. And so I think, yeah, you really, I've really seen a shift in the last couple of days of the way people are reacting to what's happening. Yeah, absolutely. I know I'm definitely feeling it. I'm still like last week I was like, okay, every day. And I mean, we've been blessed. The weather has been fantastic. It really has been great. So every day I'm like, okay, guys, outside, let's go. You've got to get out. And this week, I mean, we're only, you know, just trudging through the week. And I'm like, okay, just get your boots on and get out. But I find the difference in my kids too. Like my mm-hmm. youngest has like all of a sudden she has become this whiny baby, uh, really sassy. She is refusing to do anything you tell her. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We spent, we spent a lot of time just having extended cuddle time mm-hmm. in our household over the past 24 hours or so. And it's, you can tell it gets one of those, like, it's not that my kids have this, they know what's happening but they don't have this like overwhelming fear of what's happening, but just the difference in routine, this difference in lifestyle, it's impacting them. And it was just like, you know what? Yeah, no, you just, you just need to sit here and cuddle up and yep. Just, just sit for a bit. Just sit. Have your kids been out of (laughs) the house? Not as much as they should. Not a lot. It, It helps when we get out, but my kids are not, the type of kids who tend to go outside. They will happily sit with a book. They will sit and play nice. very well together. We're really lucky in the fact that, you know, our kids are very close in age. Anyone who's used to knowing about us knows that, you know, there's only 18 months between three kids, right? Mm-hmm. We've got, and because there's three of them, they can play together really well. And they can still have those moments where like you get mad at one person, but you go play with the other one, yeah. right? And Or you just, you go to your room and you do your own thing for a bit. So we're really, really lucky in that sense that they've just like, we've had entire days where they've played Pokemon all day long. And it was like, first it was with the actual cards and then they were the Pokemon characters. (laughs) And then they came back to the cards and then they got the, the reference book out to like, look up some of the other characters. And like, it went on all day. I'm like, I'm not going to interrupt them. doing something together that's actually like they might not realize it but it's educational they're reading they were writing they were you know problem solving they were doing all this stuff you go yeah go yeah please do (laughs) and so I didn't I didn't interrupt it to be like oh you should do that outside (laughs) 
No, definitely not. I was kind of thinking more so like, have you had to take them for drives? So that they not can... yet, but okay. it's, it's on my list. It is on my <laughs> mental list. That first time where we really hit that breaking point. Oh yeah. It's like, you know what? I heard that over at uh, Grove Hamlet, apparently all that neighborhood is doing uh, the, the window. Mm. There's a name for it. Scavenger hunts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there, I know this, the other day they were doing dinosaurs and you know, one of the, one of the moms out there posted somewhere in one of the groups and said, you know, there were hundreds of homes that wow. had the pictures up in the windows. And I did take, I, I had to go for groceries the other day and I did take a drive around a subdivision near us. And I saw a couple homes uh, that had put their stuffies in the windows. Cute. And because that was in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, if we need to really get out, I need to know where I can drive to show you guys something. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How can we kind of like make it educational at the same time? I took the girls down to the rocks earlier this week because I thought, well, the tide's in. Who's going to go to the rocks when the tide's in, right? Lots of people, apparently. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, lots. Of, well, I mean, there were seven cars there, which to me was shocking. Uh, but everybody did great. They kept their distance, which was lovely. Um, but I was like, okay, yesterday, what are we going to do that's educational and gets us all out of the house? Because I'm getting stir crazy, too. And so we went to Magnetic Hill because Sarah's been talking about wanting to do Magnetic Hill. Apparently, they block that off in the winter. I had no idea that the actual <laughs> hill was closed in the winter. I thought just the amenities were. Nope, not so much. Oh, that's too bad. Because as you were saying, that, I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> and totally safe. You're staying in your car. Exactly. That was, that was the thought, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we're in the car and they're maybe learning something educational. We learned that it was a pretty dead drive up mountain road. That's what we learned, <laughs> which wasn't a bad thing either. Well, no, and that's the thing. I mean, I think, I think people really push themselves that first week to make everything educational and mm -hmm. you know, make up for your time. And, you know, we talked about this before. There's we're all in this everyone's out yeah. everyone around the world is at a school right now pretty much like it's we don't have to make every moment of what we're doing educational it helps us I think sometimes to think of it that way to come up with an idea of something to do yes which is fantastic and yeah sure any chance you get to you know add that little bit in is fantastic but even you know one of the best things is baking Baking yes. in the kitchen, there's so much other than like just, you know, that basic life skill of teaching your kid how to make something. <laughs> like if you're making like a real recipe, you're reading, you're doing fractions, you're doing all kinds of science. It's all right in there. And then you get to eat something afterwards. <laughs> Maybe, depending how, how uh, good of a baker your mother is or your father, whoever is doing it. We did on Wednesday, you did um, the Heritage Day and your pickle planet sheet. So I was like, okay, we're going to do all of these things and make it educational. And I was going to make them crepes because they are uh, also of French descent. They're everything really. They're mutts as am I. Most of us are <laughs> we're Canadian. Yep. So I was like, but with crepes, we should have whipped cream, but I'm not going to the store to buy whipped cream. So we were trying to make homemade whipped cream. It failed, but they learned what not to do. <laughs> That's one thing. Yeah, I've never mentioned. My husband makes pretty good homemade whipped cream. I have to say, really? he's done it a few times. Yeah, he's huh. figured out. But but there are those things, right? Like you just, it doesn't matter how good the instructions are. Sometimes it just does not does not work. It doesn't happen yeah. exactly. Yeah, another but good life lesson to learn. Yes, yes. yes. And they were a little disappointed, <laughs> but we just being the Canadians we are, put more maple syrup on top of the crepes, and everything was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's getting to the point though where it's like, okay, yeah. Well, it's time to introduce some new 
TV shows we could all watch together, some new, you know, what else can we do together that, you know, really engages everyone? So we put the call out mm-hmm. to ask people for some suggestions about, uh, you know, the other day, one thing that I'm like, I've been absolutely loving is I've introduced the kids to podcasts. Yeah. Not necessarily ours. They, they, they know about ours, but I don't think they find us overly interesting to listen to. Can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but we found some really good kid-friendly podcasts. And the other day I was doing, I think I was getting supper ready in the kitchen. And all of a sudden I was like, what do I hear? And it was the kids had figured out how to use the old phone to stream the podcast through the TV. And this awesome podcast was blaring in the living room and they were all sitting around listening to it while they like played Lego. What? And it was awesome. That (laughs) is so so cool. That is so so cool. I uh, was actually talking on the radio the other day about a list of cool kids podcasts. And some of them are just, you know, as simple as stories being read. Mm -hmm. Some are, uh, you know, scientific and other ones, maybe more educational. Maybe they don't have to be. Again, like we're talking about this all the time. Things don't, not everything needs to be educational right now. No, it needs to be, I think it needs to be age appropriate and hopefully a little bit intelligent, right? Like to me, it doesn't need to be educational. It just needs to not be dumb. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of dumb stuff out there for kids books yeah. and tv shows and whatever like some of it it just hurts me that it's so like i'm okay with mindless silly you know it's the same reason that you know you'd read a romance novel sometimes you need just that that break yeah, the zone. you know we can yeah. do things that are just for fun but if they're dumb <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, it kills me <laughs> yeah, those are those are some of the debates we have in our house over what shows are appropriate because some of them I'm just like I just there's no value in this there yeah SpongeBob SquarePants I'm just gonna throw that out there that SpongeBob uh, yeah, is yeah. not allowed in our house yeah definitely not yeah. some of these uh, podcasts there's one I liked the idea of it's called Story Pirates and it's stories that are written by kids yeah yes which is really very cool I saw that pop up on my feed the other day I haven't listened to it yet but that it's on my list. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's a whole bunch more. I mean, once you find one, you're going to find them all for sure. Yes. Which is, which is kind of nice about the way those algorithms work for things like mm-hmm. that. Some but other yeah. people have been doing some cool stuff. I'm just reading what people were responding on the pickle planet thing that you put up. Michelle says that they're reading the diary of the wimpy kid series. Ah, uh, very fun. We've, we've read a few of those in this house now. We haven't sat down to read them as a family, but we, I, we've read a few at the, at bedtime. The books series that you and I both really like in both of our houses, Dragon Master series. Oh man, they're so good. Even I'm like whipping through them because I want to know what's going on. Dragon Masters is fantastic. And so the author of Dragon Masters, Tracy West, this week she started putting up writing prompts. So each day she's putting up like the opening sentence of a story so that you could write your own. (gasps) Cool. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to look her up, up on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Tracy West on Instagram. She's like Tracy West with a couple numbers after her. Okay. And I think it's Tracy West author on Facebook. Um, I think I shared it once. Like, oh, I can do that again. But yeah, she's putting up these writing prompts, which I'm so excited about because that's one thing that we've always loved doing as a family when we go on long car rides, sometimes mm-hmm. even short ones. Sometimes like we'll be like waiting outside a store for something um, and we do pass around stories. So one person has to do one line and then the yeah. next person does the next line. The next person does the next line. So it comes back around and you go around and around. We call them pass arounds. God, that is so, fun. 
Yeah. And then if you have a pass around that started because Tracy West told you what to do. Yes. Oh, Sarah, yeah. just like her heart would skip a beat. Yeah. 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 And I noticed she was, she did something live on her page the other day. So yeah, I, I, I don't know if she was reading something or reading some of the stories, but yeah, you should go check it out. And okay. Yes. Anyone who hasn't checked out the Dragon Master series. Uh, fantastic for like, I would say age four to eight. Yeah. It's probably ideal. They're so well written. They're fantastic to read. They're smart. They're just, and the books themselves are beautiful. And, the, and you, they're easy reads too. So when your kids are old enough and they start le- reading on their own, like the last two books in the series, Sarah read on her own. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read them too. Luckily as an adult, you can whip through them in like an hour, like through the entire book. But still, anyway, uh, I had to read Becky Doyle's comment here because that uh, she says that her family, they're watching Star Wars. And we attempted, Sarah's been asking because all her friends love Star Wars and she wanted to watch it whatever night, I think it was Sunday night. So I put it on and she got about 30 minutes into it and she was so scared, so scared because we put on, I had asked you previously, like, which one do you actually start with? Right? Like, which one is the right (laughs) one? Which there are many answers to. (laughs) There are, but I went with what you told me and started with the original first one, Mm -hmm. not number sequence. No, no, there was nightmares that night. It's not your fault. It's just that she's a wimp. But (laughs) but it's funny. So the same thing. So uh, when Claire was in kindergarten, we tried to watch the original, what I consider the original Star Wars. So Star Wars A New Hope, which chronologically now is like fourth. Um, Because that was, you know, as a kid, that was the first one I watched. And yeah, she was not, she wanted to watch it. And then same thing. I think we got probably like maybe half an hour or more into it. And she was like, can we stop now? Yeah. Uh, I've had enough of this. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but the boys, no problem. They've been loving it. Yes. With them, we started with the force awakens though, because they, we had storybook versions of them and then they got a Lego version video game for christmas Mm -hmm. of force awakens which actually has little bits of some of the original three yeah the original three in it and uh so they kind of had a bit of the storyline so we started with the force awakens because that's the one that they knew the storyline for oh yes and so they liked that and then we convinced them to go back and do that original trilogy that had come out so now we've done those four. We've done The Force Awakens, and then we went back, and we did A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and now they want to keep going, and we're trying to figure out where we're going to go. Where you go next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the list is endless. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so we saw, so uh, a, a friend of Alex's uh, with her son had sat down and worked on Roman numerals by figuring out chronologically um, all the Avengers movies. Whoa. And made this big, they have a big whiteboard and they figured out the order of them all and they had them numbered. And so they'd worked on Roman numerals <laughs> and now they've that. been slowly going through and crossing them off and watching them in order, which those ones, they're a little too real in some parts for our kids. I know some kids their age are into them. Ours would not do it. But that would be, man, you can eat up a lot of your time watching those movies. <laughs> it's very true. And then making, you know, it a little bit like schoolwork and learning Roman numerals. I mean, parents are getting awfully creative. I'm impressed. <laughs> I am impressed. I'm impressed. One last comment. Yeah. Uh, 
from your thing. Laura Terrio says that they have a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a soon-to-be four-year-old. So they've been playing a lot of games. And mm. they also have chalk spray paint for the snow, which I think is very cool. Very cool. I'd yeah, like we have a... I found some actually trying to clean out an area this morning. I found some chalk paint for the snow. Nice. So we'll see if it still works. I think it's been sitting there for quite a while. But. Yeah. It's just a solid <laughs> chunk now. Now it's actual chalk. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, all you, all, you need, all you would need, though, is some food coloring and water diluted a little bit True. so you don't use it up too fast. I mm-hmm. used to do that all the time as a kid. Like, yeah, we didn't have anything that was specially purchased. It was like, oh, here's the food coloring. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> Have fun. Exactly. Here's a spray bottle. Good luck. Yep. And you oh know, my what? goodness, my kids love spray bottles. Did you see when they did the scavenger hunt? Oh my goodness. So the scavenger hunt for what was that? Was that a that was Monday, I think. <laughs> we're supposed to find a spray bottle. And I sent my kids around to take pictures of all the things they were gonna find and to bring me back the photos. And I'm looking through the photos and for the spray bottle, it's a picture of one of them spraying into the other side. <laughs> Like, thankfully, it was, it was just water in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, that, that was not the intent. That, that's hilarious. They were not wrong, yeah. though. I mean, no, no, no. But that was, yeah. No, we're not going to just take a picture of the spray bottle. No, we're going to spray it in each other's mouths. Yeah. Well, they have to get creative, too, right? Yeah. 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 Like I said, I, but at least it was, yeah, it was one that just had water. <laughs> so yeah but board games board games are fantastic and i we're finally at a point in our family where we can play board games that that we enjoy as much as the Mm. kids (laughs) because for what for a while there were like there were some really good really like young kid games that we all enjoyed there was you know when i would say like the like three four five year old phase we played a lot of uh sneaky snacky squirrel and Dragon Dash. Those were two big favorites in our house for quite a while. And then Candyland. Candyland We've never done Candyland, yeah. Candyland is really good because you don't necessarily need to do numbers, right? It's based on colors when you move around the board. Okay. So it's really good for that young age. And then for some reason, we, we got to this point where the older child didn't think the younger children were playing appropriately. <laughs> They're not following the rules. I can't play with them. So then family board game became way too stressful for quite a while. <laughs> but uh, just before all of this started, when I figured it was coming, uh, we made a trip to Mastermind Toys and I bought a couple new games for our family, which I'm very glad for now. And uh, very glad that they actually, that I picked well. <laughs> oh, good, good. <laughs> um, and we got, uh, we got Clue, which our kids love. And it's I, not like Clue yeah. Jr. It's just like straight up Clue. Really? And they love it. And then they, well, they, and then they keep playing it. They like stop playing like the actual game and then they just play with the pieces and pretend they're the people and have this whole like game on the board that has nothing to do with trying to figure out who did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That works. Yeah. That was one of my faves as a kid too. Well, yeah. So that, that's been fun that we've had that. And then we picked up Pictionary and oh my goodness, we've had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, I can imagine that would be pretty hilarious, especially yeah. with the two younger ones. I, like if they draw like oh, yeah. my kids, woof. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? They're actually fantastic. They're, they're drawings. Like if you look at them, sometimes it's hard to figure out what they are, but they're so good at guessing what people are drawing and ah. about like, because they draw so simply, they don't overthink it. True. They actually draw things quicker than we do most times. 
and to a point where you know what it is, right? Like it, it's been fascinating to play with them. You know what cool game uh, we learned on my phone that Ellen's heads up game where like you download oh, this app yeah. and then you put it on your phone. You have to give them hints to guess what's, what's there and you have to, whatever you get, however many, we don't keep score, but however many in 30 seconds, hilarious for adults too. Uh, but yeah, play with the kids. And usually we just do like the animals, but still they, yeah. they think it's fun. Yeah. We have uh, we have headbands. Okay. Yeah. That we had picked up a couple years ago. Um, and that one's fun because, uh, the cards that we picked up for it are bilingual. Nice. So we can tell them that they have to do it in French rather than English, which is a nice way to get them to keep up with their French. And that's, that's the other time when I, when I feel like I really need to cave on screen time, but I feel kind of like that mom guilt of like, oh, I should be making you do something. I'm like, ah, uh, you can have screen time if you watch in French. Nice. That's, that's my go-to these days. <laughs> I should use that one. I should use that one. Cause my, I'm having difficulty there because I'm not French. So yeah, keeping yeah. up with Sarah's work. And I found this website that she reads the book aloud and it records her and then it corrects her. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's, I'm pretty impressed with it so far. So if we can keep that up, I mean, the books look pretty simple. Even I can figure out what the words are, but, um, Anyway, who cares? Whatever. It's better than her doing nothing, right? You'll have to find the name of that one and so we can share it because that sounds really, like it could be really helpful. For people. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm impressed with it. So that's how we've been coping. <laughs> listening to some kids podcasts uh, and we've been getting outside a lot and doing a lot of hiking. We've got a lot of acreage in the back, which is nice. I mean, it's not my acreage, it's somebody else's, but we'll use it. Uh, yeah, but if it's empty, then it's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's someone in town who is a scout leader. Uh, his name's Michael Bennett. And he has actually been doing these like short videos for kids. Like they're only a few minutes long. And it's teaching you about local birds that you can, li like how you can listen for them and how you can spot them and identify them and whatever. Seems like something pretty cool if you wanted to get the kids outside and try to teach them more but I, so I don't do birds so for my kids it would be great I'm like this tree is that tree and this is that but uh, don't ask me about birds because I don't know yeah we went we went identifying trees on the weekend and we were out in the woods and we we're going through different trees and Alex had gotten my husband got a really cool book about trees at Christmas time and so he was pointing out some of the differences of, like I I mean some of the basic trees I know what they are to look at them I know even without their leaves some of them I know what they are <laughs> But he was saying that, um, is it maples and, I'm going to get this wrong, someone's going to correct me, I think it was beech trees. Um, when, they, when they grow, you can tell it's a maple because their branches go symmetrical out oh. from each other. Whereas like, you know, most times you see like a tree and the branches are kind of all over it going up the yeah. trunk. But if, they, if you see them going and they look like they're growing together kind of symmetrically, yeah. that's how you know it's a tree that it's maple there's it was maples and i think it's beech trees that do that there's there's a second one okay i'm gonna I, go look yeah yeah <laughs> next time i'm out i'm going yeah. to look but our kids our kids were loving it and then they were all of a sudden they decided they were taking samples and they oh. needed samples of all the trees Excellent. and so we came home with these bundles of samples yeah do you know what i'm allergic to yeah <laughs> i trees. do know what you're allergic to <laughs> yeah <laughs> no big deal oh, well. i hope those stayed outside uh, the samples no, they're in our bedroom. Because <laughs> when they took all these samples, they didn't, I don't know what they thought they were going to do with them, but they had fun doing it. So it was uh, yeah. all good. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's it. That's all yeah. that matters. 
That's it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, we talked, when we were talking about podcasts, I don't think I actually said the names of the ones no. that the kids have been turning on. Uh, there's a really great one. Uh, it was, uh, Heather put me onto this one called Pants on Fire. And it's a game show. It's a game show for kids. Pants on Fire. Like liar, liar, pants on yeah. fire. Yeah. So they bring in two experts in a category. And then they have a child who has to ask questions of these two experts and decide which one of them is actually the expert and which one of them is lying. Oh, that's neat. And it's neat. so well produced. It's fantastically produced. It's so smart. It's very kid focused. And our kids love it. Like Ooh. absolutely love it. And so do we. Like it's fun to listen to. Like there's a couple like really good education, like uh, Brains On has been one that we've all listened to before. And the Rebel Girls story, I absolutely love. The kids actually find them a little terrifying <laughs> sometimes. But Pants on Fire, all of us can sit and listen and play along and try to figure out and like one of the categories was hip-hop so they were talking about all like all the like history of hip-hop another one was like about mushrooms and like they're all over the place in terms of like what they are so there's all these neat little tidbits that you're learning even as an adult and it's it's so fun and so smart there's all these like really bad puns that are fantastic (laughs) that's right up my alley I'll be checking that out too yeah you should listen to it and now it's like Alistair's goal to be one of the contestants he is like (laughs) he is so like he wants to be on pants on fire and like has me sending questions in when they ask for feedback and cool yeah He'll get on there then. Yeah. All in due time. All in due time. <laughs> we were talking about shows too that you don't mind watching now. Mm. What uh, what shows are your yeah. kids into? Bruno and Boots. Yes. <laughs> that is, that's one series that we've watched. I, they're movies actually, not shows. Um, but they're based on like the Gordon Corman books that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. So uh, this can't be happening in a McDonald's call. Yeah, Don't jump in the pool that. and the war with Mr. Whizzle are all on Netflix. They're all Canadian and they are all, oh, sorry. It's called the Whistle War. I believe the book was called War with Mr. Whistle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they are so well done. They're they're very well done. We enjoyed watching all of those together for sure. And uh, the Who Was Show is another one that's a lot of fun. So it's, uh, it goes through and it takes two historical figures in each episode, but historical figures that never would have actually been in the same time period. So, What was the other one? Um, Caesar. Oh, geez. We just watched one the other day and I already can't remember who. Oh, it was Caesar and Bruce Lee. Oh, okay. Definitely not meeting up anytime soon. No, (laughs) no. And it's all like, it's all played by young actors and they do these little like sketches of, you know, not necessarily a hundred percent historically accurate things. Like one was Julius Caesar pretending to be a baby having a TV show. Like it's really wacky, but it Mm -hmm. works. I like it. Yeah. But they actually, and then they have like, they have dance offs and they have like these crazy things. There is enough real stuff in there where like, we'll just be doing something else or we'll like be reading something and a name will come up. And my kids are like, Oh yeah. Gail Galileo and that, you know, gravity and blah, 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 blah. Where did you? Oh, from the Who Was show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're picking up yeah, the right information out of it, yeah. Yeah, like that's and that's one that I can sit and watch with them. The Who Was show is fun. Um, and uh, the investigators. Yeah, there's a lot of folks around who are enjoying that one. Yeah, we yeah. we like that one in the Taylor House too. We do a lot of mindless shows. Like right now, 
Sarah's into, uh, it's an older Disney sitcom, um, Live and Maddie. And I don't know if your house got into uh, The Descendants at all when that, that came out on Disney, but the head girl from that, Mal, is the actress that stars in this Disney series as well. So Sarah's wow. just like, oh my God, she was a real person. Can you, I'm like, she's, she's still a real person. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but it, it's, it's fun and it's mindless, which is good uh, every once in a while as well. I don't know. I don't imagine she's learning anything from it, but it's a show that I don't mind sitting back and watching with them either. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be educational no. as long as it's, like I said, just not that. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, the uh, Prince of Peoria, that's one that I've enjoyed watching with the kids. And again, yeah, like there, there's nothing educational there, there, but there's also, you know, it's watchable, it's fun, it's light, it's silly. There's one about April Fools where they love pulling pranks and it's a lot of fun. There's another one. Yeah, I'm totally blanking on it, but there was something else that was like that that was like, yeah, it, oh, um, Game Shakers. Oh, Game Shakers. That, yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we like, do that one. Yeah, there's, there's nothing educational about that. No, and but, it actually was banned in our house for a while. And oh, really? We, I had, well, I had to cut it off because Erin <laughs> is very susceptible to picking up attitude. And she got, she got uh, a really sassy attitude from, from that. So we had to put the kibosh on it for a bit until she got a bit older. I mean, I mean, she's yeah. five, but still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be like. There are fun shows like that that are watchable. That are you know, not educational. We won't get into the list of ones I Which, don't like. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the and the, I think the whole point of today's podcast is that like, and it was last week too. That don't stress over everything being educational because like you still have to live your life at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if you're like Jenna and I, and you're working from home and or attempting to at least <laughs> that uh then trying to work and trying to make sure that your kids are still learning at the same time remember what jenna's been saying it's we're all in this we're all going to be half a year behind in school they're gonna they're gonna fix that don't worry yeah yeah we're all in this and yeah what matters now is just getting through it yeah so yeah don't put the pressure on yourself don't feel pressured because of what anyone else shows that they're doing at any point in time because that's that's a snapshot of one moment. There's lots of things that I'd like to think that I do a fairly good job of not trying to overshare what we're doing here and making sure that I share, you know, the the not as pretty moments as well as, you know, the picture perfect ones. Yes. Because, but even that is still such a small little snapshot of anyone's full day, right? Anything on social media is a snapshot. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times we put the pressure on ourselves. It's not that anyone else out there is saying anything. It's, it's what we see and how yep. we take it in. Yeah. And just, yeah, whatever works right now, keep everyone healthy and safe. That's what matters. And if yeah. you do that by binge watching the dumbest shows you can find, that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's what you do. That's what you do. Exactly. Yeah. I will yeah. put a reminder I, out there to, to uh, try your jeans on every once in a while. I've seen that one going around. I'm no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I did yesterday. I did yesterday. I was like, Oh my gosh, it's only been a week and these are tight. <laughs> I'm just going to let that one go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I changed the color of my yoga pants today. So I'm proud of that. <laughs> I went from black to blue. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I know. Jazzing it up. I am jazzing it up. Jazzing it up. It's the end of the week. What can I say? <laughs> the end of the week. The end of the week. 
<laughs> I don't know. The only oh, reason yeah. I know what day it is is because I still have to work. So <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> yeah, I've I've kept track of I've kept track of what day it is, but the actual date keeps escaping me. And so like today I was sitting there and I was doing something, and I was like, is that actually the date? Oh, I've got a mm. deadline. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I knew I knew what day of the week it was, but the actual dates are just like those have totally left my head. I know. But. I need to start like it if I have to order everything for Easter this year. I'm like I'm gonna we're probably gonna need to do that like ASAP, right? Oh, you, yeah, if you haven't already, you better. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, be, that one's my that one's plan. gonna be. Yeah, I think that one's gonna be a little tricky. Maybe yeah, uh, maybe we'll talk some more about that next week. Yeah, that might be might be a good idea for next week's topic. So uh, shall we wrap it up then? I think we should. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we should uh, get back to you know seeing what drivel our children are watching and doing. Yes. Speaking of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. That's that's life right now. So, but yeah, we're gonna put up a list uh, with some of the books and okay. podcasts and board games and the TV shows that people have been watching that they enjoy doing together, because you know it's nice when you can actually spend some of this time together yes. doing these things and not just walk away from from your kids. Yeah, it's nice to have a little reset right at the moment and remind us that not everything needs to be so busy and go, go, go all the time, right? Exactly. Perfect. Okay, then we'll talk next week. We will. Take care, guys. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.